Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the podcast for people who have been enjoying great success for the past couple of years, but they got caught not being safe, though. Okay. And this is Beloved Jaren. And this is TJ. Why tax why? Oh, <laughs> tax. Yeah, say, man. Say it ain't so, cuz. Yeah, but, man. But. It's it's really sad, man. It's a sad, sad story. Um, but apparently, Tax Stone, the the Twitter guy, and better known as now the podcast personality, he's been picked up and it's under investigation, man. Yeah, it's a it's a sad day for me because um, I was I mean I'm a big fan. I've been following his podcast since it came out. And uh, I looked up to him as a podcaster. His, his show was always hilarious. I was a huge fan. I um, still am a huge fan. Um, I hate to even consider the possibility that his show is done and he's going to be going to jail for a long time. Um, basically because of his involvement <clears throat> in this Irving Plaza shooting. Yeah, which happened in like May or something. Yeah, happened a while May two thousand two sixteen. Um, there was a, uh, <clears throat> a shootout. I think we might have mentioned it a little bit on the show, um, but there was a shootout uh, at a Ti concert in Irving Plaza, which is a, I guess a place in uh, New York. And basically, um, the way the story is going now is that Tax brought a gun in there and. He ended up running into his nemesis, Troy Ave, who's a rapper, for those who don't know, um, which is most people. And he, uh, <laughs> he ran into Troy Ave, and uh, him and Troy Ave. That, that was some shade, by the way. You just threw shade at Troy, but go ahead. That's okay. I'm we team tax. see side you on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We see who side you on. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, you know they've been beefing and they got to talking and as negroes do i'm at clubs and um tax pulled uh, allegedly pulled a gun out a caltech nine millimeter which is problematic in itself no one should be having it's a horrible gun but <laughs> a caltech yeah <laughs> So that's problem. That's problem number one, and so um, then he started busting off shots, and apparently he um, hit uh, allegedly the security guard of Troy Ave. Yep, Mr. Banga. That's his name. Is Banga. Rest in peace to him. Um, and I guess Troy Ave kind of went for the gun and somehow tax lost the gun Troy Ave ended up with it oh Troy Ave got shot in the leg and Mm -hmm. then somehow ended up with the gun tax can be seen running away on this one uh angle of the video there's no alleged with that one no you I mean this is lining there's no alleged (laughs) okay so tax will be seen running away and then you see that's when you see that hd 1080p high definition 3d quality <laughs> of video <laughs> of, of of troy af coming out holding the gun with two hands like a boss and shooting 
um, shots, firing off some shots. Okay. So, uh, again, people hit was the uh, security guard who was killed. Trey Aff got hit in the leg. And um, I think two other people got, like, just um, passerbys got hit, too. Yeah, somebody, like, on another floor got hit because right. apparently a shot went through the floor. And right. Th- that's got to suck. I'm doing my thing on another floor and I get hit with a bullet? Right. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. And it is a sad moment, so I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but shout out to the security guard who was a longtime friend of Troy Ave, who actually did his damn job. His job was to protect his 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 his, his friend, but his job was to be security and bodyguard and protect the body of Troy Ave and apparently Whoever whoever had that gun and was going to shoot Troy Ave, this bodyguard was in front of that bullet and he got hit in the chest. So, again, it's a sad situation. But how many times do you hire friends and they don't do their job? Man, I'm not getting shot for him, you know. So he did do his job for, you know, for a change. Not him, per se, but people well, being hired on as friends. They did do their part. Troy Ave did actually get hit, though, so... I mean, it wasn't life-threatening, though. No. His hit, he got hit in the leg. I mean, the way that the story is told, it sounds like, or the way that I heard it, you know, via uh, the internets, <laughs> via Google, uh, the way it's told is that he basically jumped in front of that shot and got hit in the chest. I mean, to jump up and start scuffling with the guy with the gun and was aiming at the person he's supposed to protect... He See, jumped to attention. I, I don't think he jumped in front of it like, like don't you it wasn't know like how the bodyguard. On the movies where the guy yeah, dives yeah. through the air and the <laughs> nah, bullet. I don't nah, think he bullets move that. much faster than that. But he jumped up when he when the altercation was going on with the gun. Yeah, and he and probably he jumped started up wrestling with the gun. You know, right, right. And then I mean, right. not everybody would do that, man. Even though you hired to do the job, not everybody does it. Yeah, and he did take a fatal shot. So, like yeah. you said, rest in peace to that to that man. Um, so, so um, back to tax, man. So, so now, so fast months, forward, yeah, yeah, months and months and months and months and months later, when you thought that it was, I mean, obviously they haven't forgotten about it. You know, the bodyguards family and Troy Ave hasn't forgotten about it. I'm but sure I mean, tax the public, hasn't either. right? I'm sure tax hasn't either. Uh, the public, though, I mean, was far away from our minds. Tax is still doing his show. Troy Ave, he's out of jail. He just got shot again. Right. I mean, he's still doing some things himself. And he still didn't, and he, and he didn't die again. And I just can't believe we live in a world where Prince has died, but Troy Ave is still out in these streets allowed to make struggle raps. Uh, Well, I Prince just, just, did it for 50-some-odd years, man. Yeah, he, but he, he still he should be doing time. that. Yeah. Yeah, fifty something years. <laughs> Troy Abbott just twenty something years, man. Let that man live. He's in his like low twenties too. Stop trying to kill Troy Abbott. Somebody, so, I'm not trying to kill him. I mean, that's allegedly. I'm saying taxing. you surprised that. <laughs> no, you said you surprised that Prince is gone Alleg- and Troy Abbott still walking around. Stop trying to kill that man. Like I said, allegedly that's tax that's trying to kill him, man. <laughs> so. What's interesting about this is that this thing happened months and months and months ago, right back in May of 2016. Yep. And the reason they're just now getting attacks, and when they first picked him up, the internet was saying that he got picked up because he had possession of a weapon and he's a felon and he shouldn't have, 
he shouldn't have weapons around him. So he definitely can't have one in his possession and own one. Right. So that's why they picked him up. But I mean, this thing happened in May. Why is it why is it just now in January that stuff is, you know, that this is picking back up, right? And apparently they're saying that people are so quiet about nobody's saying anything. Nobody's talking. So the the no snitching policy has upheld itself in this case for a long time and that's why the police couldn't get any further is what they're saying which is interesting until this week when apparently somebody has started talking yeah somebody started talking this week but what's weird to me like I'm sure the police have seen the same video I have it's not like I'm some super sleuth how come they didn't see the video of like tax running away like they didn't question him um, and I'm sure possibly. I'm sure somebody must have said Tax had a gun. Or probably not. Or just just the fact that they 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 had the beef which is well documented. They didn't think to fingerprint him. I mean, well Tax's information his details and DNA should already be in the system. So I don't get what the what the what the confusion was. Yeah, well the thing is is that that gun was in this guy Troy Ave's possession so but they got it back that night I mean yeah they got it back that night it was in Troy Ave's car and Troy Ave supposedly wasn't talking so so I'm saying he wasn't saying it is Tax's gun when they went and what when they went and checked it out they could clearly see there was three people that came in contact with the gun right and so I thought it was just I mean this is how the movies make it seem you just put like a little drop on it and put it in the computer and the computer does a and it pops up with a face on it yeah yeah I guess they hadn't swabbed it because apparently now that they have swabbed it they are very 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 positive with a high degree of confidence that tax was the one that came in with the gun because they're saying that his hand was around the handle or his dna is around the handle his dna is around the trigger and his dna is on the bottom of the magazine so that's indicative that the same person inserted the magazine held the gun and had his finger on the trigger at some point see so the, the whole bottom of the magazine and all of that i mean that doesn't mean I mean just because he handled it like again there was a scuffle so he could have touched the bottom of it now Uh, now if it's on the actual magazine itself like the part that's inserted into the the hand grip uh huh that's a problem then yeah yeah true now and another thing is that I mean they said that there's other DNA on it because obviously Troy Ave had it and obvious, uh, no, not obvious, but the uh, the bodyguard's DNA was on it too. But it, I guess that this that Tax's DNA is more damning than what Troy Ave's DNA and the bodyguard's DNA is. And what do they it mean by DNA? Like, is that just another word for fingerprints, or do they actually mean there's some type of um, like chemical, or like it was there was just some type of liquid from tax on there i mean like what did they mean well you know you know there are oils and there's oils on your you know that you that your body yeah so is that what they refer to 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Normally, when I hear about DNA, it comes from like blood, or like you can take DNA from hair samples. You can get DNA from fingerprints. Semen. And fingerprints are left because of the oil. Ah, semen, right? There's mm-hmm. DNA and semen too. Um, I don't think he had semen on the weapon. Could have. He could have. Not. Maybe somebody <laughs> or you just handled your business before going to the club. Uh, you know, got one out. Damn, that'd be a terrible way to get caught. Got one out. You and handled you your business. Picked up your pistol and put it in your. <laughs> that'd be terrible, bro. That'd be a messed up way to get caught up. But anyway, so he has DNA. So I'd imagine it came from his fingerprints. The oils from his fingers left the fingerprints, and they lifted the DNA. You you know from the finger finger fingerprint. So, I think they go more because when you just say the fingerprints. I think they go a step further than just saying it's just the fingerprint. Well, it's more than the fingerprint. They took the fingerprint and went even deeper and found the DNA. So, <laughs> Tax isn't podcasting anymore, obviously. He's on hiatus for a moment <clears throat> until this trial goes through because he does have a right to a speedy trial. And, um, damn, man, it's, it's really sad. It's sad to the podcast world. It's Another thing that's interesting, too, is that... <laughs> They're they're saying they're denying him bail because he has over twenty arrests. Yeah, and um, I mean they say most of those were in his early um, back in his youth, but and then I think like his last run in with the law was supposed to be two thousand twelve for some type of probation violation. But yeah, they denied it, right? They denied his bail or his bail bond. I don't I don't understand how it works. All right. What generally happens <clears throat> is that you get hit up for something, you get pinched, you go to you go to the police station, they say, Hey, look, we really think that you did this thing and you now have to defend yourself and we're gonna have a trial for you. Um, but the constitution has it set up that you don't have to just sit there if if it's a if it's an offense that isn't uh, where where they take away your bail then you have the right to bail. And having the right to bail, what bail would be would say, okay, because of this offense, you give me $50,000 to guarantee that you're gonna come back when your court case happens and I'll let you go. Or you give me $100,000 or $500,000 and that number goes up depending on your the- uh, crime. Yeah, your depending charge on the crime whatever, that you committed. Right? What the charge is, exactly. After that, it's like, do you have that cash? Do you have a hundred thousand sitting around, or five hundred thousand sitting around? And most of us don't. So, what regular people can do, because rich people got that kind of money, what regular people can do, they can go to a bail bondsman or a bail agent, and a friend or a family member goes to this bail agent and say, "Hey, my friend's in jail. He has a hundred thousand dollar bond, and we want to get him out of jail." And so. The bail bondsman at that point says, okay, give me 10% of whatever the bail amount is. Sometimes it can be more. Sometimes there's extra fees. It just depends on the bail bondsman you find. So try to find a good deal. (laughs) But it's generally like 10%. So 10% of that $100,000 bail would be $10,000. So your friend gives up $10,000, which is still a nice chunk of change, might I add. But you give up the $10,000 and you're giving up this money as a promise that this person that's accused is going to come back 
<laughs> when their court case occurs. They're not going to try to flee the country. They're not going to try to run away. And I don't know about most people, but I know I don't have any friends, I would say, that just has $10,000 laying around. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. Ten k. And that's only if you if you have a hundred thousand dollar bill. Let's cut it down. What what if you had a fifty thousand dollar bill? What about the five thousand? Let's let's see. I still feel like I'll be stuck. <laughs> I'll just be stuck. I'll come jail. get you for the five thousand, bro. I'll come get you. I'll, I'll start 000? the GoFundMe. Oh man, you know, and I think I'm not sure if you even allow like per GoFundMe's like rules and agreements if you're allowed to do a GoFundMe for that? Well, dog, I'll say it's for a fish fry. <laughs> I yeah, need 5000 for a fish fry. <laughs> but then I think when people find out you, you didn't do it for that, then I think they come and get you because that's like some kind of uh, um, because you fraud. raised money and fraud and yeah. Yes, fraudulent. So the important you know, thing to know about I definitely don't want no problems with no fraud like I said like so you already episode. got court cases pending <laughs> so then next thing you know I'm in jail now we in there together because I had a fraudulent act well you know so, my, la- my last run in with fraud was in, in the 8th grade I told that story on the show so <laughs> oh yeah you gotta go to the podcast you wanna hear about Jaron and his fraud <laughs> but he didn't snitch though or did you snitch? You did uh, snitch. I did snitch, you? yeah. <laughs> you did snitch. But uh, anyway, so that 5000 that $10,000, you don't get that back, man. So you must really love this person that you're giving up this money for. Because when you get the bail bondsman involved, that's how they make their money. Is that you pay whatever that 10% cost is, and that's his fee for vouching for you. So... That's how that works uh, and then, for the like, bail bondsman. Um, so then, like on Jackie Brown, uh, so if you don't show up, or what they call jump bail, yeah, bail bondsman, he's coming for you. Now, so check it. So the bail bondsman is backed by an insurance agency. They're called a surety company, and they're basically promising to pay this money in full, that full hundred thousand dollars or that fifty thousand dollars, if Jaron doesn't show up for for court. So if Jaron decides to run away, then the bail bondsman has to go to that insurance company like, yo, my guy ran off. I'm sorry. You're going to have to pay this money. And I don't know what that conversation is with that insurance company and the bail bondsman, but I'm sure that insurance company's not going to be happy with that I bail don't bondsman. Think, I don't think the bail bondsman, I think that's like the last thing they're going to do. Again, on Jackie Brown, have you ever seen that? Years ago. Years ago. Okay, so Samuel Jackson's character. No, he wasn't a Bell's bondsman, was he? No, he was he was putting up bail for people. So it was like so he put up the five grand, right? Uh-huh. And but then he he went out and like actually killed the guy so he can get his money back. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. The, like the guy he bailed out, he went and killed him so he can get the five thousand back. I don't know why. <laughs> well, well <laughs> yeah. oh, I know why, but Steve thought the guy was going to be a snitch. Ah, so he had to get rid of him. Yeah, he bailed him out, killed him, so he, he had to kill the snitch. Got it, got it. Because you, you don't want the rat chirping in the courtroom, right? Yeah. Or chirping I, I, I advise people not to do that. Okay. So, well, if you're, if you're in the... 
and we talked <clears throat> about this on a podcast too we talked about snitching man i can't think of the episode right now but if you're not living the life it's not snitching in my opinion but if you're in the life you can't go telling man you just gotta keep it to yourself so uh if you do decide to jump bail that bail's bondsman is probably gonna be in a world of trouble and he's gonna go get a bounty hunter to come and find you yep. because they want to get you back because they they don't want to lose that hundred thousand dollars so then that's when they get this guy called the dog he had a reality show a tv show where he went around the country finding people no he was just in hawaii huh he wasn't around the country he was just in hawaii yeah i think he well that's where he was from i don't i don't know i didn't watch that show he ended up being a racist anyway did he yeah they cut they took a show off for a bit Oh, but man. I guess they forgave him and they put it back on at at some point. Ah, uh, well, can't fool with him now, man. Can't fool with him. Anyway, so that's how the bill works, man. So um, it looks like Tax was denied bail because of his prior arrest. They think he might flee or something. So, and he's had multiple run-ins with the law. So they're denying him the opportunity for somebody to put up that money for him to be at home and free until his trial occurs. So yeah. he has to sit in jail and wait. Yeah. And so so what do you think about people who um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on social media where people have been saying this is karma. This is the chickens coming home to roost. Uh, tax has been talking trash. And, you know, this is basically just karma coming back to bite them in the butt. Gee whiz, man. <laughs> OK, I haven't seen any of that. I might not have been as active on social media as I should be. Um but this is karma for tax talking trash to people. Um, like basically, um, I don't know, man. That that's it. It's a job for him now. That's it. That's his job now. So I don't. I don't see. I don't see how that's just karma. This is this is his job again. If you put negative energy out there. Or if you're involved in negative energy, it's hard to escape that negativity. I will say that, though. I'm not saying that he's getting his just desserts because uh, I don't know who he is as a person. But if he's involved in negative energy, like, say, a scuffle where people are getting shot, it's hard to get away from that type of negativity. Okay. I'll say that. So the way I feel about it, Tax Stone is... A urban slash hip hop critic, mm -hmm. just the same as um, like Cisco and Ebert, or Skip Bayless and Stephen whatever Jackson. Stephen A. Smith. A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, yeah. not Stephen Jackson. That's the other dude. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, ain't nobody pulling up on those guys. Ain't nobody bust no shots at Cisco and Ebert or Ebert and Ropert. Nobody's, you know, catching uh, Skip Bayless's fade at, at the at the club. Nope. So it's the same thing. And he's saying the stuff that and he's successful because he says what everybody's thinking. He's talking in the way that dudes at the barbershop or on the corner or sitting on the porch he's talking the same way dudes always talk and so um i mean it, like you said it's his job and to be good at it to be a critic you have to be open you have to be honest about your feelings about 
you know how you feel about stuff for people to you know take what you have to say seriously right i don't find a problem in what he in in his criticisms of artists or their music or other podcasters or whatever he was talking about i didn't have a problem with it i enjoyed it he's a very entertaining individual uh, but I will say that people ain't busting shots at Cisco and Ebert or Cisco and Roper or, or Skip Bayless because they're not engaging in that same type of negativity like being in a nightclub where people are getting shot at and running away from people shooting. No, it's not the, I don't, I'm not sure if it's the, the negativity. They're not dealing with the same types of people. Like, you know. Uh, but it's bigger than that, though. Well, I mean, I'm not like just talking Kevin about Durant the doesn't situation. have anything to prove as far as being a man. Or LeBron James don't have anything to prove. Or. Um, he could. Yeah. Like, if you criticize me that much on the court and I'm really not feeling what you're saying and I see you coming out of Mr. Childs, you know, if I want to throw blows, I could do that as Kevin Durant if I okay, wanted to. But, but that's not what your. Um, what that's not that's not what your reputation is that's not what people expect of you as a basketball player or Matt Damon um, as an actor he's not that's not expected for him to be like oh mm, but neither uh, is I'm about tax to go, though I'm about to go fight no that's I'm not saying I'm not, tax though wait a minute I'm not saying tax is tax is the critic in the situation who's criticizing okay. people I'm saying okay. the criticized are are different in these cases oh true true so True. rappers got something to prove they got a chip on their shoulder you know you gotta be a man when when, you, when you're a, a rapper you can't let nobody try you like that what I'm saying is Matt Damon he can let it go Kevin Durant he can just go and ball and go score 40 on somebody you know the rapper well they should be able to do you know just spit bars but instead they'd rather shoot at you well the way they paint this picture they're painting it like tax came and found them. It was the way they painted it. So I don't know the story, so I can't speak on how everything happened. But the way that they have it swirling around the net right now is it was Tax's gun and these people were in a green room. And this is at a at a concert. I said nightclub before. That was a miss. I, I misspoke. Uh, they're at a concert. Tax is not performing. So I'd imagine Troy Ave is the one performing. So no, T.I. was performing. Like, T, yeah, T.I. was performing. Yeah, it was so, T.I.'s concert. They were just both there. Oh, they were just there too? Okay. Yeah, they were just okay. there. They were just there to, you know, T.I.'s there. Okay. It seems like from the way that it's being spoken that Troy Ave wasn't the one looking for any trouble. It's how they're painting now. I guess, but when you first saw the video, you see Troy Ave running around with a gun, shooting shots on camera, that HD 3D camera. It's like this dude's an idiot. Like, why'd he come to this concert to start shooting with the camera showing? This guy's crazy. But well, now, even back the then, way- they they made it seem as if somebody they just didn't say who it was. But they made it, you know, they were like somebody pulled the gun on him and he ended up with the gun. That's what Troy Ave said from the jump. Yeah, from the jump, he did say that. You know. Um, so how do you feel about like um, somebody like well Charlemagne? That's Charlemagne's boy. Tax rose to 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 fame from being featured on Charlemagne's uh, Brilliant Idiots, and then later um, in Uncommon Sense. So Charlemagne has stated that he's going to support his friend. Okay. Um, he doesn't condone whatever happened. 
but he said he's going to support he's going to stand by him and he's going to actually you know he's willing to help with any uh financial issues he might have during this um as, as well as other um areas where a friend should show support do that's pretty dope that's, do you think that's wise of Charlemagne considering all the moves that he's making um I mean if if his friendship is bigger than whatever moves he's making then yeah I mean a lot of the times that I see Charlemagne being featured on shows and having opportunities with MTV MTV2 and such and being on the radio it seems like he's put himself in position to call the shots so they really trust Charlemagne's judgment and it's not like oh we're gonna pull we're gonna pull the plug on your show if you support this guy who's accused to be a murderer. So um, I think he said it right though. He ma- he did make it clear that I'm not saying what he did is cool. I'm just saying that this guy is my friend and I want to help him in this time that could be very difficult for him. So that's a really cool way to say it. Although I've told my son, you get caught up in some bullshit, I ain't in. I'm not putting a dollar up. You gonna do your time, homie. So. <laughs> I told my kid that right and uh I'm standing by that so for this man to say that he's going to support his friend even though you know all this is against him that's a real stand-up guy right there and he also mentioned he has a financial investment in him as well yeah so he must be eating off of some things tax is doing too you know even still though you got to know when to cut your losses though Mm. so for him not to cut it for him uh, yeah. not to cut his losses I mean if you think that somebody is going to go down go down the drain because of stuff that he has going on in his life I mean I don't know the details of how much Jay-Z did for Beanie Siegel when he was getting in legal trouble but I, you don't see his name flashing all over the screen I mean eventually he cut his losses and kind of separated himself and so he was probably there for a little while but when things kept going bad, he probably separated himself. So, uh, Jay Z stuck by, um, oh boy, what's his name? Um, yeah, it was, his name began with an E, I think. Uh, which one? The dude who's been in jail all that time. Oh, his homie, um, Emery. Emery, Emery talking yeah. about Emery. Yeah, well, that's his homeboy he grew up with. It wasn't just like a rap thing, it wasn't right. just a financial investment. They actually had a life together, yeah. growing up together. So that was like true homeboy right there. Um, with that being said, Charlemagne's a real stand-up guy for taking up for his guy, even if it's just for the financial investment, or even if it's or if that's partially the reason. The point is, is that even if he has a financial investment, he needs to know when to cut his losses if he wants to remain a power player, the way he's been doing these last few years. So. What do you think about him supporting him like that? Um, I think it's it's it definitely had to be a tough decision um, for him to do that. And I guess he really hasn't done it. He just said it so far. Ooh, he could totally renege on that. Yeah, yeah. He could totally disappear from the whole thing, right? Because, you know, a murder charge still hasn't come down yet. Which doesn't... It's just kind of weird to me because, they, you know, they took eight months. You know, I figured that they would be... Uh, you know, building up their case so they could come right. with all They'd the charges. They'd be ready to they go by to. now. Yeah. So they haven't put this murder charge on him yet, or manslaughter, or whatever it's gonna end. Yo, up. that wouldn't be to Charlemagne's best interest though either to say he's gonna do something and not do it, because it seems like this tax guy's for real, for real, man. 
<laughs> I mean, what would it matter if he's about to go to jail for the rest of his life? I don't know, man. Uh, look, man, I don't want to. I mean, because Charlamagne. I mean, I mean, Charlamagne can't be held accountable for Tax's actions. I mean, I would, I would imagine Tax would understand that. You know that Charlemagne. No, but I'm sent to make the statement. Yo, I'm gonna be buying even financially. It was new. I mean, you you say a whole bunch of stuff when you're in the heat of the moment. Nah, you can't be doing that, bro. Don't get my hopes up. My life is flashing before my eyes. You swear you're gonna help me, and you don't. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. <laughs> Whatever, man. I mean, if this dude is about to go to jail for the rest of his life. I wouldn't care. Because I mean, because everybody has like the what the morality clause now. Even though Charlemagne didn't do anything, but I'm not sure if he is supposed to be associating himself with. Well, he probably don't have a problem with that, as far as like associating with felons or whatever. Because I know a couple of. I mean, tax was a felon. Um. So just with him, you know, if they had an issue with him associating with that kind of person. Dude, he's a he, he's a so radio personality. Not an issue, huh? Yeah, he's a radio personality. How many of those rappers who got felonies and come up to the radio station? I mean, you can't as a as in that job, you can't control who you're going to be around. Yeah, so financially it just may not. I mean, you can you can you can determine who you're going to like align with, align with as far as friends and like this yeah, type true. of situation. That's true. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, as far as my thoughts on it, I just really hope this all works out. I mean, in the in the way that tax doesn't have to go away for a super long time. Oh man, I don't think I can even say that. I just got to be as fair as possible because at the same time, I'm a fan. This... I'm talking as a fan. Okay, because at the same time, there's a person who lost their life and their family wants justice for who you know for their family member who lost their life okay. senselessly right so i'm hoping so somebody I just else had to the be... gun you know maybe somebody else maybe it's a whole lie i mean i'm not saying i don't want justice for them but i certainly don't want that justice to come in the form of it ended up being taxed if it is you know it is what it is but yeah it is what it is you know I, I, would, so I, just... I would i would be hurt that you know i can't listen to a show anymore yeah, I would just hope for the fairest trial that can possibly happen, if those even happen anymore in America. And uh, I hope justice is served the best way it possibly can, because as a man, if if tax did do it, I'm sure that he sounds like a stand up guy. And if he got caught doing something that he wasn't supposed to be doing, then I'm sure he'll stand up and take whatever is given to him. And if he wasn't the guy, he shouldn't be the one going to jail. So we need to find out who the person was. So that's all I got about that. All right. So from one criminal to another. <laughs> criminal. Who's the other <laughs> criminal, bro? What? Who's the other criminal? Where are oh, we going with this? So the inauguration just happened. <laughs> so who's the other criminal? Um, your president. <laughs> he's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal, man. He had that Donald Trump University. He he uh, lied to all them people. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty criminal. Yeah, there you go. So, like I said, one criminal to another. I mean, I ain't lied. <laughs> I take it. Have I, I lied it. yet? I mean, I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying he stole the election. I thought you had some information I didn't have. I was going to ask you what was criminal about his moves, but if we're talking about that Donald Trump University, yeah, he stole a lot of people's money. 
He's a thief. So Your that president happened. is a thief. This inauguration happened. It seemed to be a much bigger deal than I thought it would be. Did you? You think it's a bigger deal? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, just just as far as just social media in, uh, not the media. No, nah, man, you knew this media. was going to happen. You knew this was, anything that has to do with Donald Trump is going to be a thing on social media. It's going to, it's going to ignite on social media every single time. Every speech that he's going to, remember those speeches Obama had, all the times he hopped on TV, anytime something went wrong in America, he had to hop on TV and talk. All the pep talks he had to give America. Every time Donald Trump does that, social media is going to have a conniption every single time. I'm just waiting on it. I just want to see the memes. The memes? Yeah, the memes. I mean, they've been giving those to us already. I mean, so, yeah, I guess they'll keep coming. But Yeah, I just want to see the new ones. I want to see what's next. I want to hear the next witty comment. I want to see the next meme. The funniest thing that I've seen so far, man... I wish I can give homie his credit on Twitter. <laughs> this guy, he said that uh, he had a tweet that basically had 40 some odd devil emojis. <laughs> and then it had uh, a black guy's face. And then it oh, had a yeah. clown. And it was a representation of all the presidents. Right, right. right, right. <laughs> and that was hilarious to me. That was pretty good. I was like, damn, man, that was so easy. It's right here on my iPhone. Why couldn't I think of that? That was pretty witty. <laughs> so, so yeah, where it was, do we it start was 40, with this? It was 43 devils. He actually had 43. 43 devils, a black guy's face, and then a clown. Or 40, 43 devils, yeah, because he's the 45th president now. All right, so let's, let's see. Where do we start? I, I think let's go with, since you said something about social media, I guess we could start with, um, let's start with T.I. Because T.I. said this. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let's not start with T.I. Let's start with, you want to start with T.I. or Chrisette Michelle? Because there was a, um, which one's first? You, you choose. My bad. Go ahead. You got it. Well, it was T.I. put out the warning to all of the celebrities. Oh, please explain the warning. Go for it. Um, basically, he <clears throat> warned any celebrities that received an uh, invitation to go and speak to Donald Trump um, that they he advised them not to do so. And that was mainly because he felt like, you know, it was like some type of Willie Lynch um, attempt to basically uh, control people or control okay. the urban community. Okay. And um, so he uh, he's basically was like um, Kanye, you know Kanye West. Let's look at Kanye West. They like his music. Uh, all the young people like him. They listen. They buy shoes. Let me pull in Kanye West, you know, so they can come to my side, have them take a picture and smile with me, make me look okay. And then he was like, oh, "What about women? Um, who do women like? Oh, they like Steve Harvey. Let me get okay. Steve Harvey in here." Okay. And uh, then they were like, oh, how about, okay, it's Martin Luther King Day. Uh, who else better to bring in, you know, on Martin Luther King than his son? So he got Martin Luther King the third to come in. And okay. so he was basically just saying that, um, you know, again, to invite the, the celebrities that he's been inviting in, you know, it really wasn't um, a real sincere? attempt. Huh? It really wasn't sincere is what he's right. trying to say? Right, right. 
You know what? It's easy to say that when you're not riding with a guy, though. Like, when you're trying to tear a guy down, it's easy to say that nothing he's doing is sincere. I mean, it, the way that he's putting it, the way that T.I. is putting it, is nothing that Trump doing, nothing that he's doing is sincere. And there's... And if he is trying to reach out, there's going to be nothing that he can do that appears to be sincere to satisfy T.I. and a bunch of the other people like him. Okay. And when I mean like him, I mean that has his that share his views on this. And well, my problem that I have with people with these views is that they're trying to prepare us for this this big conspiracy theory. But they're not telling us what the real conspiracy is, telling us to wake up. But they're not telling us what to wake up for. And so it's easy to say, hey. Man, he got Steve Harvey to control the ladies. And, hey, he, he, he got Martin Luther King Jr.'s, you know, son, you know, because it was Martin Luther King Day. I mean, what if he would have got Martin Luther King's son in the middle of October? Then what? I, I just, I don't know, man. It's easy to condemn. It's very easy to condemn people. Okay. Especially in social media. So, so uh, let's, let's, dive, let's dive a little deeper into that. Why is he getting celebrities? Like, why doesn't he actually get somebody who, um, who's an actual politician or um, some type of civil rights leader who, who actually has some um, say-so and um, who actually has, like, this is what they do. They, they go and speak on behalf of, you know, trying to make things better for black people. Kanye West okay. ain't trying to do nothing better for black people. Um. Steve, I can't what say you, that about Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey definitely does things. I'm saying, you know. but that's what I'm talking about, the condemnation of what he's doing. Because let half of black America tell it, Barack Obama didn't do nothing for black people. So yeah. who is he supposed to get? If you're telling me the president of the United States, who was in there for eight years, who was black himself, didn't do anything for black people, who else is there to get? Who is he supposed to Well, we're going to get to that in a second, but, uh, but so, well, in a moment. I know you don't like a second because there's not going to be a second. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. But, but celebrities, like, I don't know. It just, seems, it just seems like that's the wrong way to go to me. But see, he just met up with Kanye West. I don't even know who called that meeting. I don't know if Kanye wanted to meet him. I don't know if Donald Trump called the meeting. I don't know the detail, but it ain't like... Donald Trump met with Kanye at some rally and wanted Kanye to speak on behalf of Donald Trump. That's not what happened. Steve Harvey, I just know that they met. I don't know what was said, but I haven't seen any footage of Steve Harvey standing in front of black people trying to rally the troops for Donald Trump. I just, I, from my understanding, they met and talked. Well, he turned around and said that he's a great guy and all of this and i guess what what uh ti was saying was how can he all of a sudden be a great guy after for the past 18 months he's been doing nothing but trying to divide the country and he's been having this racist uh, rhetoric is anti <clears throat> anti uh um immigrant rhetoric and like you know his cabinet you know they got people who uh are anti-lgbt you know, how is all of a sudden this guy's a great guy? Hey, man, he might be a great guy. His actions might be piss poor. He might be poor at running some shit. That doesn't, not, that doesn't make him not to be a great guy. So, and actually, it sounds like that was Steve Harvey's way out of saying, well, look, all I can say is he's a great guy. He didn't say that he was a great leader, that he was going to run us properly, 
as the leader of the free world. He didn't say any of that. But why even so, why even compliment him is what people are saying. Why give the compliment? Why not why just say? Not? He was why not just asked. say? No, because why not just say? Um, we had a discussion. We discussed some 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 issues, and you know I'm gonna leave it at that. Why I have to sit there and smile and say he's a great guy? And I guess but that's man, where why and not, that's where though? and that's why he's suspected of cooning. It's because no, but- <laughs> it's because it's because he you know did that little tap dance um, in people's <laughs> eyes by Yo, doing the that big- meme was epic, bro. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, the, but you saying that he he's doing the tap dance, in, yeah, uh, in people's eyes, right? Because he like again he came out smiling, you know he went in because I'm sure, you know everybody, <laughs> I I could have sworn he's been kind of critical of him of of Donald Trump. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but okay, um, no, I don't know, I don't know what what Steve Harvey said about Donald Trump. By the way, for the listeners, the meme I'm talking about, you need to go see it. It's it's, well, you don't need. I shouldn't be promoting that. It was a funny meme out there about Steve Harvey. With, I'm just gonna let it be. Just look up Steve Harvey memes, and maybe you'll find him in a suit, looking like a raccoon. And it was pretty funny. And I shouldn't be promoting that. That's terrible. But anyway, uh, I don't see. It was super funny. I don't see <laughs> what the problem is. With him saying that he's a great guy. What's going to happen is he's going to meet Donald Trump. Some people are going to come in his face. These guys are going to be reporters. These guys and gals. And they're going to say, did you talk to Donald Trump? Yeah, I talked to Donald Trump. They're going to talk to him for five minutes about his views and what he said to Donald Trump. And when he says that Donald Trump's a great guy, they're going to make that the headline. And it's, it, it was it was a not even a full sentence for real. But why, so why, there's I mean, nothing what? that he can do. There was nothing that he can say. They was going to pick something out of that conversation. Everybody's going to ask. He didn't have to compliment him. I mean, he didn't have to say that. It's what I mean. I don't care what he said. Um, but I mean, that's what people are saying is that he didn't have to pay the compliment of he's a great why guy. Why not, though? Why because not? he's not. If you don't really feel that way, I mean, again, if you're going in there, and again, if you're talking about a guy who's um, an alleged or suspected racist, and then you turn around and call him a great guy, I mean, he's been telling, you know, talking about shipping Mexicans back and all this stuff, and he wants to put up a wall immediately and get rid of Duh. Obamacare and all this stuff, and then you come around and, and call him a great guy? Come on, man. You don't have to pay a you don't have to pay a compliment to him. You don't have to do that. It's not about why not. It's about why do it. Okay. You you he didn't have to compliment him. I guess he. Didn't That's it. Just leave it to the facts. You don't have to go and give an opinion about him. They ask they ask Kanye. That's West. really interesting, man. I just I just have a problem with everybody being so super critical on all the words and shit that's being said all of a sudden. Now everybody is it's super all of a super critical. People were super critical. They've been super critical about everybody. When it was Obama in the office, they were super critical about him and people who dealt with him. I I just don't in this in this era. I don't feel like I don't understand. Why it, why people feel like it's okay to just push their beliefs and their views off on other people. Now, I'm not saying that Trump is the greatest guy, and I'm not saying that he's the worst guy. 
I just don't understand why people feel like it's okay to just push their beliefs off. So, okay, T.I. feels like that he doesn't want people to meet with Donald Trump. Fine. Well, T.I., don't meet with Donald Trump. But you can't go telling people not to meet with him because what are you doing to make it better? Like, what are you doing to make the situation better? But, Maybe they're building some type of bridge. I don't know. But even even that's not even the case. You said this error it is not this error even. I mean, what do you think the pilgrims were? The pilgrims came around, came along and started telling the Native Americans about the love of Jesus. And then they killed him. Okay. I mean, like, it, it's not it's not a new thing that people try to force their beliefs on people. You know, these guys, these uh, um, religious groups go around saying that they're missionaries and stuff and just basically spreading the, the word of, of, of the Lord. And they force that onto people. True. Okay. Like, you know, why can't they just go there and help them with the food and water, whatever they're supposed to be there doing? in schools and stuff without then forcing their religion on them. Well, what I'm saying is in this era, we're, we're still not trying to make it any better at all. I don't Ooh. see us still trying to make it. And I specifically remember T.I. on the album Paper Trail, Ready for Whatever, track number three, it was a song that was basically explaining his actions or why he got caught with all those guns that sent him to prison. And he was, at the end of the song, he went on he went on a rant basically and he was saying you can talk all you want everybody's entitled to an opinion you know opinions are like escalates everybody got one if you ain't walked a mile in my shoes and you ain't lived a day in my life you ain't had to deal with the things that i had to deal with then you can't motherfucking judge me partner i remember those lyrics specifically it was some of the truest stuff he ever said and i kind of feel like he's reneging on that right now he said, in, in, order, in order to understand my train of thought, you have to put yourself in my position. You can't expect me to think like you because my life ain't like yours. And if you don't understand that, then you don't understand English. And I'm done talking. That's well, what he's... Well, since that album, T.I.'s become the, the hip-hop Malcolm X. You know, he's out here, you know, riding for Black Lives Matter. He's anti-Trump. And, you know, he's a changed person, I suppose. Now, no, but you those know, people words flip still flop. ring true. People though. flip flop all the time. I mean, he's a rapper. He wrote a poem. Um, <laughs> but no, like, those like, words were really mean. true. Okay, but you that really goes have back to put to, yourself in other people's that, shoes. That goes back to people really taking these rappers' um, lyrics too seriously and taking just rappers too seriously. Like it is just Ti, and like for it to, I mean, for it to get so much press you know him him in this talk i mean we're sitting here talking about it i feel like it's just too much too it's just too much being put into like these celebrities these rappers these actors whoever but i guess that's who i, runs I don't know what now. else they want this guy to do man the man ran for president it was enough people to get him elected by a damn landslide from what i understand uh, he didn't do anything that uh, that was illegal to win the presidency. I, I haven't seen any concrete evidence. There's some speculation, but I haven't seen any concrete ev concrete evidence. And believe if there was some, it'd be out. So the guy won, and so this is what we got to deal with. This is this is what it is now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they don't gotta like it though. 
That's true, and I'm and I'm cool with the protest, and um and we'll we'll get to that in a moment too. I'm cool with all that. If you feel like you want to ride for a cause, I'm cool with all that. But I just I don't know, man. Because when so it was I guess Obama. we can move we can move on to this and go to the Chrisette Michelle because falling in line with what Ti was talking about. And I don't think they're doing it just because T.I. said so. But there's a lot of people out there that's saying that people shouldn't perform at Trump's inauguration. And I'm like, why? Why not? How come they can't perform at Trump's inauguration? So a lot of people turned him down. And last week we talked about all the people that's turned him down. Well, he did find a black person to perform at his at his inauguration. Chrisette Michelle. Actually, he found, he found two of them, actually. Who's the it, other one? It's Chrisette Michelle. Well, she was actually featured... Um, on this uh this gospel guys song oh okay so it wasn't even her actually. it's not her gig she just featured gotcha. but, he, but it was a black guy too okay but she must be the bigger artist cause she's a grammy winner so that's why they're she's her the grammy more. winner he was a grammy nominated okay and um Boom. so yeah so he so he he brought her out along with the, on this song it was his song okay and okay. so I'm um, trying to see what this guy's name was. It was uh, Travis Green. Okay. Probably never heard of him either, but he's a person. And um, so, so they had the two black people that performed in the same, <laughs> the same song. All right. So they finally got two black people to perform, and yeah. social media is having a fit. And Travis Green said he prayed on it. Okay. That, that was that's what he's supposed to do he's he a said, gospel guy. That, was, that was his reason he said he prayed on it he asked his uh his religious uh mentors and they told him to go so he went yeah his he white wanted, guy he, told him to go and he that's wanted to happened. spread he wanted to spread the love of jesus and that's why he went and he wanted to do it on the big stage right his white jesus told him to go right i guess so <laughs> i don't know what color his jesus was but that's who told him to go no but uh seriously um so okay so Donald Trump got a couple black people to be able to perform and social media is having a fit about that and they're not happy about it and they're saying that she shouldn't have performed and my problem is is that this person is paying her to do what she has been to to do what's within her profession which is singing on a stage in front of people so he's paying her to do that and everybody's like don't do it don't perform they not trying to give her a dollar. Now, I was under the impression she was going to get 750000 which the money is her money. It ain't mine, so it shouldn't matter to me. But that's what I thought it was. Uh, supposedly, she only got 250000 which is still a nice lump sum. But it is much different from three quarters of a million dollars. Um, it's about a 500000 It's about a half a million dollar difference. <laughs> but the point is, these people that's telling her not to perform, they wasn't trying to give her a dollar. Okay. So... I don't understand that. There we go again. People pushing off their beliefs, talking all this talk about how she should be sacrificing. To You don't know what her life is. You ain't walked a day in her shoes. You don't know her bills. I ain't seen her out in these streets. She fell off, if you ask me. I haven't heard her name ringing. <laughs> so a chance at publicity, a chance at being in front of a big stage, a chance at getting a quarter of a million dollars or three quarters of a million dollars, however much she got. You behind the computer are telling me I should turn it down. You lost your damn mind. Okay. So, A, let's get something. Let's put something out here. 
she wasn't their first pick. Okay. Like, they started off high. You know, they start off with Beyonce, scratch her okay. off. You know, she's not going to do it. Then they go down. They say, I uh, can't get Nikki because, you know, Nicki Minaj ain't going to, that's that's not a good look for <laughs> Right. Yeah. For, yeah. For a white yeah, that's house. not a good look. She was messing with Meek. It ain't a good look. <laughs> uh, and they just keep going down to down to down the list. And I'm sure Chris and Michelle had to be down there pretty low. So No, and actually from what you're telling me, they didn't even pick Chris and Michelle. They picked the gospel guy and his most popular song had Chris and Michelle there. Right. So and I was going to say that, too, last week, and I forgot to say it, is that I noticed there was, like, a lot of gospel groups that was chosen. Isn't, like, the group Three Doors Down, aren't they, like, a Christian group, too, or something? Never heard of them. Three Doors Down? Okay. Well, I think they're, like, a Christian group. And then I saw, like, a bunch of the the gospel <laughs> the gospel acts. I think, like, some Mississippi group and a couple other gospel acts that were supposed to be on the bill. So it didn't surprise me to hear that uh, Chrisette Michelle's song was going to be along with the gospel singer. So yeah. I'm not surprised about that. But. So, so yeah, I'm sure she wasn't the um, first pick. And then um, I was talking to uh, Sarah earlier, and she made a good point and was like, um, maybe Chrisette Michelle is a Trump supporter. Maybe she voted for Trump. Like, maybe. has anybody ever considered that? And then I guess that's for all these people. You know, maybe Steve Harvey voted for Trump. <clears throat> um, Kanye West said if he would have voted, he would have voted for Trump. <clears throat> so, you know, maybe all these people who we talking about shouldn't <clears throat> shouldn't have been there or shouldn't go meet with them or shouldn't perform. Maybe they're all Trump supporters. Okay. And I know and that can that can most certainly be. And, I mean, and what can you say to that? Now they're going to be mad that you're a Trump supporter, I guess. So just be mad that you're a Trump supporter because that she very well could have been. Yeah, but now it's left up to speculation instead of you saying it. You know, now she gets to say that she's doing an act of Martin Luther King and she's doing it for the culture and she's going to be the bridge that allows the conversation She's ready to be that bridge versus her just saying, yo, I voted for Trump anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because she definitely get condemned for saying that she voted for Trump. Well, it's coming in either way because what um, she had this Netflix thing canceled. She had some project, I guess you said with. Uh, yeah. Working with Spike Lee, they was going to choose her song, Black Girl Magic. And Spike Lee said, nope, I ain't messing with it now. Thanks a lot. And that's the truth, Ruth. <laughs> that's just, I guess that's his little saying. You know, I have a problem with the fact that anytime we, and I'm saying we as a people, when we aren't invited and we're, when we aren't included, we have a problem. And so Chrisette Michelle, in her open letter she wrote, she said, I am here representing you because that's what matters. And I was like, okay, that's pretty real. I could feel that she said that. So she's given a piece of black representation in this inauguration, um, this historical event, <laughs> this inauguration, she's going to play the part of colored folk. Black the token people. black person is we explain tokenism. And we did talk this tokenism. Feel, this feels like this can fall under that because when I watched it and I was watching the London watch all this stuff, but um, I tuned into the luncheon and the only black people there was there was a man pouring wine at the head table 
and then there was uh, a black man who prayed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you go on with that, half of the damn country is saying don't attend, don't sing, don't go, and maybe they following suit. That's why there were no black people there. So th- this is ex- so this is exactly the point that I'm getting to. Anytime that we're not there, we're not invited, we're mad because our thoughts and views aren't represented. And our color isn't represented. Well, well, now we have we have celebrities that people listen to saying, "Don't go, don't support." Oh, you're gonna support? Well, I'm not gonna listen to your music. Well, it's I'm not just celebrities. I mean, they said something like 52 something. Uh, I guess Democratic or uh, Democrat politicians said they're not going to the inauguration. So the so people who not- we, so the people who we should be following, the people who do represent us, the people who should be leading us. They wasn't with it, and I'm okay with okay. that. Now, celebrities. Okay. I mean, I don't think we should put too much. Uh, so, to, to go on to say that it's tokenism, I mean, the reason there wasn't no black people there is because they were not going. It's not like he just pulled three black people up and was like, "Yo, y'all gonna go, and we're gonna say that you represent all the black people." There were other black people uh, that could have went, but they chose not to. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you got you got the people who are very influential in black America. And I'm just going to put it out there. Hip hop. uh, Hip hop people are very influential in black America. And they're telling you, don't do it. Don't go. You got Spike Lee, very influential filmmaker. And he's not supportive at all. He wouldn't set foot near the inauguration. He's basically saying it's okay not to go. Don't be involved. And we have the people we voted for saying not to go. The people we voted for? Yeah, all those politicians, the 52 or 50 some odd, you know, members of the House or the Senate or whoever it yeah, was. But you know what? If you're going to shit going. on the system and be like the system ain't right and that's how Trump got there, then we got to shit on everybody we voted for it in. So those politicians that's in there, maybe they shouldn't be in there either then. If that's what if that's what we talking okay, about. Okay, so so sit out on they whatever their equivalent of an inauguration is. Don't vote for them. I mean, these people didn't vote for Trump. These people are saying that Trump again is a racist, sexist, misogynist, and they aren't you know with it. I think that's okay. okay. I think that's I okay. Just, I just feel some kind of way that we're quick to say that we're not being represented. And then you're telling everybody to sit out of the game. And then, so, as far as that part goes, I mean, you can look at the Malcolm X uh, way. I mean, the Malcolm X way of looking at it. He explained the field Negro versus the house Negro, and how the house Negro always wanted to be next to the master. He wanted to be in the big house. He wanted to eat with him. He was saying, "Oh, I get to get these good scraps." And while y'all field Negroes are outside, y'all cold. Y'all don't ever get in the big house. Um, <clears throat> and so the that would be. So the modern equivalent equivalent of that would be the person who wants to be in that nice white neighborhood and be away from all the black people, the the commoners. You know, they want to be in the nice white neighborhood. They want to be in the big house, which is in this case the White House next to Master, which is Donald Trump. That's See, that's the thing, though. So for somebody to say that Donald Trump is the reason for all this division, and then you take a quote like. 
or some some theory from Malcolm X. Malcolm X had his theory. That's dividing within the black culture. That that right there to say the difference between there's this there's this one field Negro who's having it hard, and then there's the house Negro that's next to the master. That's the one you know who's trying to be all close to the master. Now you basically got each other fighting. No, I mean that's self destruction within itself. They telling they telling the house Negro to come out with the field Negroes. Because we are the masses, we are the ones that are struggling. Don't don't sit there and act like you don't see us struggling, and you know you siding with master, saying that we are, uh, you know, thugs and stuff. Okay. Okay, so. but see that's the thing. I don't I don't think Steve Harvey and and Kanye West meeting with Donald Trump is saying that we are thugs. Steve Harvey, no. Uh, Kanye West, I still don't understand the purpose of it. You know, Kanye no, West. I don't get it either. Kanye West has always told us all he's into right now is fashion. These fashion people ain't listening to him. That's all Kanye West has been about. I know Steve yeah. Harvey has a big ranch where he has he brings out all these black uh, uh, young young adult males um, and their mothers, and he goes and teaches them how to be gentlemen, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, right, so he's involved and he's trying to make. So he's with it. I'm better. cool with him. I believe he could go in there and you know bring up some some good points. I don't know what the fuck Kanye West is out there doing. Yeah, and see that's the thing, and the the media is making that important. I don't know why they met. They could have been talking the about right people, man. Like Jim Brown, he's he's the right person. Jim Brown has been. But with, that's the thing. As soon as Jim Brown goes and talks time. to him, it's a problem. That's what I'm saying. People are saying shouldn't nobody talk to him. No, and that no, shit is stupid. No, even Ti said. Even Ti said it should be. Uh, and I don't. I forget the guy's name. I never heard of it until just recently. But there's a black civil rights leader who's also, uh, I guess, a politician. Um, is a politician now. And Ti was saying you should bring that guy along with you. You know. Yeah, that's cool. But you know what? We don't know him. Who? Nobody knows him. Uh, no, I don't, don't know who he is. No. You don't know who he is. No, we ain't the only ones that don't know who he is. Well, you know, you know how people put their afros on. They fake like they know who he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not I'm, about to but do that. that. <laughs> I'm saying, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Nobody knows that guy. So yeah, maybe he is talking to him. And you know what? You know what? He's the not though. Isn't covering that, guy, it. that guy isn't though. Uh, that guy's very mad, and Donald Trump has been critical of that guy. And actually, there was something earlier this week about when that guy said that uh, he's not going to go to the inauguration. Donald Trump kind of, you know, dissed him a bit, and people are all mad because he dissed a civil rights leader. But, I mean, you know, yeah, the dude well, threw a blow at him, so I guess Donald Trump <laughs> threw a blow right. back. I guess you got to fight back. Like, now he's a civil rights leader. <laughs> You know, now it's offensive. I'm like, no, I don't look at it as him throwing a blow at a civil rights leader as much as he threw a blow back at a politician. And so, all right, so people are mad, right? People don't want to be involved. And so they're protesting. And at first, I didn't understand the point of the protest. I felt like, man, the guy went through the course of action. He won. From what I understand, like I said, there was some speculation. And I haven't read all the reports, but... There, I haven't seen any concrete factual evidence that Donald Trump cheated to win. So why are we mad at the person that won just because he isn't the person that we chose? It seems like it's some sour grapes and some sore loser mentality going on, if you ask me. That's what it's really, really looking like right now. 
So then I began to think, well, it's also within the law. I mean, it's, it sounds like Donald Trump followed the law to become the president. It's also within the law to respectfully and peacefully protest something that we don't like. And that's what people are doing. And that's cool. It, well, as long as it's peaceful, that is. As long as it's peaceful protest. I'm, I'm not saying get out there and hurt people and tear shit up. I'm definitely not condoning that. And I respect those that are protesting for a cause. Because they're not just at home talking behind a damn TV and a phone and a computer screen. Because that, sh- that burns me up, bro. Every- All these people are talking, but they're not sacrificing nothing. The only person that I respect for telling Chrisette Michelle not to perform is Questlove. Because he said, Questlove from the Roots, he said, Chrisette Michelle, I will pay you not to perform. He tweeted that. Now, I don't know how much he was offering. I don't know if it would have been the 250 k but at least he was willing to say, look, I know you're about to get paid for this. I'm telling you to sacrifice it. Look, I'll pay you not to do it. That's the only person I respect in that whole mm. she shouldn't do it. Because none of these people are sacrificing anything. They sitting on the damn sideline telling her who she should be meeting with, who should, who, I mean, where they she go should to be concerts at. and stuff. Huh? I mean, I'm assuming they go to our concerts and stuff. I'm like, but what I'm saying is they're not sacrificing nothing. They're telling her not to not to go perform for the inauguration. But that's all they're doing is telling people what not to do. They're not getting up and doing nothing, and that's whack to me. You can sit on the sideline and tell people, hey, hey, don't play the game. Don't, 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 don't go do this. But they're sitting, they're living their life and doing whatever they want to do. They're just sitting back talking. I mean, that's what incredible. people do every day when they talk about sports and stuff. I mean, they all talk, talking about my team this and my team that. And of course, they don't have nothing to do with the team. They never no, even but go they're to the not telling people. They're not telling people not to go play the game and not to go make their money. They're, they're, they do. They're cheering when, off when, of it, when it was when it was what's his name the. Uh, Kaepernick, the, the clip, the Clippers. Um, oh, oh owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kaepernick, yeah, owner, uh, uh, the Rams, you know, all of that. Um, and I, and that's not that's whack. That's whack to me because they're not out sacrificing nothing. The people that are out saying, "Yeah, man, they shouldn't go and play those games for Donald Sterling. They shouldn't go play at all. They should just they should just sit at home and they should just wait and shoot. There should be no games. Okay. Meanwhile, they're not doing anything for the culture." All right, so the protesters, they weren't quite peaceful the entire time. You know, some of them. No, they weren't. You know, they yeah. smashed some windows. That's why. Uh, which, I don't know. You know, I don't know what Starbucks did to anybody, but, <laughs> you know, they they got they got some of this action. Um, I, I felt, I mean, I think I said that on the podcast, though. I felt like stuff was going to go down. I was thinking, like, the whole inauguration, like, the actual... Um, like the, uh, him being sworn in and stuff, I thought they was gonna be wilding out then. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't know how they managed to keep people from infiltrating that thing. Like, that's you have what to have I was tickets to get too. in there. Uh, I think you have to have a ticket. Even then, when people were saying they weren't going, they were. I, I remember somebody. I think like Trump or somebody was saying something about what they hope they did with those tickets or whatever. So even I think you even have to have tickets. Even then, I would think like people would infiltrate the the parade route and the actual swearing in and like just flash mob it and just like go on crazy i don't see think any of that happened that's my problem right there everybody talking about what they should be doing nobody's being strategic nobody's trying to trying to figure this thing out and trying to i mean 
Because those protests, those protests were like five blocks away from the parade route. So right. what I'm wondering is who who was like, how did people get allowed into the parade route? Like, did they check and see who you voted for? Like, how did they know who to let in? I don't know how they did that, but if they really wanted to kick some shit up, they should have all went. They should have all went and then formed their protest in the middle of the joint then. Don't do it five blocks away where nobody's watching. Do it in the middle on national TV then, you know? But then here I go talking and being judgmental, <laughs> telling yeah. people what they should be doing, and I didn't hop off my couch. But, I mean, if you're going to do it, go ahead and do it. And do it. Just do it. Don't, don't, oh, I'm not going. I'm not supporting. Well, you know what? Be the Trojan horse then. Walk up in there like everything's all good, and then you start your protest in the middle of the organization. See what happens. And then show that on TV because they're not showing you five blocks away. Well, or they, maybe did. they, they will. did show five blocks away. Or maybe they will. Because it was, it was sexy, you know, to see them. Right. You know, smashing right. Up and plus, and, and plus you called to, you called attention because you smashed up stuff. But you wouldn't even have to smash up stuff if you just would have been in the middle of the inauguration, disrupting, you know, the entire inauguration. Right. See, yeah, that's I, I, just, what I'm I just don't get that. that. I don't get, I don't get why they didn't go about it that way. No, because they're too stupid. Like, I mean, I ain't going. See, I, I, I'm just not going. I, I couldn't mean, have been don't the only person that thought of that. Huh? I couldn't have been the only person that thought of that. I could, I'm, that's what I'm saying. There, there was no, like, you knew this was going to happen since, since November. Right. How come, how come all you smart-ass rappers and people behind the TV screens and, and, your, and your computer screens and your phone screens, why didn't y'all get together and form a group that says, you know what? We're going to make them think everything's all good. We're going to go to this inauguration. By the way, we're going to perform at your inauguration. Yeah, we're going to perform, but we're going to do it the way we want to do it. And Why so, not do that then? And so I thought about something after last week as far as, like, how could they have um, shown, like, you know, protested the uh, the inauguration ceremonies like a performer, how they could have did that. I mean, they could have yeah. did something as simple as, like, the... Uh, um, the Olympics, like like those track guys, they yep. put the, they put the fist up, right? You could have just did something like that. Yeah, it didn't have to be nothing crazy, you know, that'd get you dragged out or whatever. Right, right. That's true. It could have just. I mean, it, it was been a something simple as simple as, end, or say Kanye West could have just came out and not even said anything. Like they start playing this music and he could have just sat there like straight faced. That's a protest. Like there's there's things they could have did, and of course they wouldn't have paid you, and you would have you know did your thing, right? And and you know what? That's I mean, a protest it's too late now, obviously, but <laughs> but I'm saying we couldn't have been the only people that thought of it, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. People want to revolt, but we're not mentally ready to revolt because we're not prepared to be strategic. We're not prepared to think this thing out and do it strategically. We just want to get all emotional, like oh well, Hillary didn't win, so I ain't going. And you know what? If you want to be mad at anything, our two choices was Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Be mad at that process then. How come you telling me the two people that I'm going to pick? Like, how you how you going to pick out all the pieces from the bag and tell me, here goes the last two. Pick one of these. If you want to be mad at it, be mad that be mad at the at the primaries and the caucuses and them picking who the final two candidates is going to be. How come that's not Democratic for America? That's what you should be mad at. And the Don't be mad that college. you, huh? It's in the electoral college. 
Yeah, I'm saying don't be mad at the electoral college. Be mad at the fact there was only two people to choose from. Yeah. And we had no say no, no, in that. Be, you could be mad at the electoral college considering that she won the popular vote by a couple million people. Yeah, I'm saying it's even before that, before we even get there. Oh, yeah. How come yeah. there weren't other people to choose from, bro? How come only get... Yeah. Well, they, they allow so, you to write in. I they guess. Got, they, got, they, got other, they got other candidates that nobody cares about. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is set up. There's only one candidate for the Democrats, one candidate for the Republicans. And if you rolled in as a Democrat and Hillary got chosen over you, you can't just jump yeah. ship and say I'm independent all of a sudden. Write me in. But then again, I mean, that's your fault for, like, you know, that is the, that's the people's fault for feeling like they have to go with one of these two. You know, uh, you, you can you always can go with like I remember Ross Perot was hot. I don't remember. I don't know who the uh, independent guy was this time around. It was Jill Stein, right? I forget. I think it was Jill Stein, but I didn't. I didn't hear anything about her. I, I remember hearing Ross Perot's name a lot. Oh yeah, as he an was independent in the mix. candidate. He was in it. Oh, he had money though. True, his but, money got him in there. But he was in it. You know, as an independent candidate, so. I don't know how much votes. I don't know how many votes he got, but I would, I would imagine. I know the people was yeah, his name was his name was ringing. Yeah, the fact that we even know who he is, <laughs> you know. So, so I don't know, man. This whole thing, I guess, I just feel some kind of way. The people are sitting on their couch and they got so much to say, but they're not putting anything behind it, and that's whack to me. And to tell that lady that she shouldn't be performing, who the hell are you? What are you doing to hey, pass man, why pockets? you still mad about that? We moved on to the protest and stuff, man. No, no, no. And so I'm getting to that. So this all ties together. If you wanna if you wanna talk about what people should be doing and how they should be doing it, you need to get up and sacrifice something yourself instead of expecting everybody else to sacrifice. So get out there and protest. If that's what you want to, I mean, if you feel like this is so wrong, then get out, rally, and get you 500,000 people to walk to Washington, D.C., that is, and protest Donald Trump. Yeah, make sure you go to D.C., not Washington yeah, State. Yeah, don't, don't go to Washington State. Um, <laughs> if one quick, my, my, I have one quick thought about the, uh, the why they do it. You know, people say, well, he's your president now. There's nothing you can do about it now. But, I mean, it doesn't mean you have to go, you know, without kicking and screaming. You know, I guess it's that kind of thing. Like, if you're going to drag me away, you, I'm going to put up a fight. That's you know? cool. You know, so well, I think, I think, put I think up that's the fight, why. though. Well, I'm talking put about the protesters. The fight, I'm talking about the protesters. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Even though their fight wasn't a good fight, but, you know. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't strategic at all, and it didn't really, I mean... I can't say it didn't do anything. It definitely got some people wounded and it got some people put in jail. So and, it did do that. And one last but. thing about that protest stuff. Um, and what was interesting to me, um, or what was shining out to me, most of those people were white. I barely saw any black people there. And what the oh. news was showing. Yeah. It was like pretty much all white people who were protesting. So Dog, this is all scary to me. I'm glad you said that. So what shout the out news to them. Was showing. <laughs> Yeah, this is all scary to me because, like you said, what the news is showing, we really don't know what the hell is going on, man. I'm saying they they were sm the people were smashing windows were white, so you yeah. can't blame it on Black Lives Matter. I knew that's what they wanted, <laughs> and I was glad right. to see that. And it, like none of them were there. These white people were right. doing this. Yeah, 
Well, it's not just black people that's mad that Donald Trump made it. That's the way it seems like, and I guess in our in our bubble, it, it kind of seems that way. Yeah, sometimes. in our little bubble, it does seem like there's a lot of black people that's mad. And you know what? That's another thing too. I feel like this is all group think too. Like people don't even know why they don't want Trump to fucking be there. Like, so the other day I saw some report that uh, what was it? Was it a Trump shirt or a Trump jersey? It was a Trump something. And it was at a, a Waka Flocka concert. A Trump Yankee fitted. Uh, something. <laughs> it was something Donald Trump. And Waka, it was at a Waka Flocka concert. Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> and mm. uh, he, took the, he took the shirt and, like, wiped his butt with it. I mean, he didn't pull his pants down. I, I think it was pretty, uh, I think it was symbolic. Right. But he wiped his ass with it. And I'm like, so... I think it's just a cool thing to shit on Trump now. No pun intended. But I think it's just a cool thing to do now. No, I mean, it's just to say Bush you don't too, like though. Trump. I don't I don't know. I don't feel like people even know why they don't want him to be there. It's the, the cool thing to do now. That's who should have performed as Waka Flocka. He would have been nice at that uh, at one of those balls like performing hard in the paint. Right, right. <laughs> that would have been, nice. been dope. <laughs> That'd have been dope. I definitely would have watched the inauguration then. Like I wasn't trying to see Chrisette and what's his name? What was homie Travis name? Travis Green. Travis Green. I wasn't trying to see them. Now if you'd have had Waka Flocka there, then that would have been out of out of yeah. And that's another thing too. Like uh, YG said, uh, the rapper YG was talking about some. Yeah, if you pay me a million or four million or whatever, I'll, I'll do my song. Fuck Donald Trump. And it's like, okay, idiot, we know that nobody's going to choose you to do that, right? That, he wasn't even on their radar, I mean. Right. But let's say, let's say, though, if he <clears> would have <throat> went to them <throat> like, yo, I, I want to perform. What are you going to perform? He just said some other song. And then he got up there and performed that other song. That's what I'm talking about. A little bit of deception. Where's the power at? How come nobody's reading the 48 Laws of Power? I mean, that That's the damn check, problem. They would have background checked him, seeing that he had felonies and stuff. He would have never even been allowed to D.C. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure if he can leave out of Compton. But man, how come nobody's reading the 48 Laws of Power because nobody's using the damn laws at all? Or nobody. listening to the power guys. They need to be listening to the power. You ain't even got to read the book. Just go to our 30 to 40 minute power cast. We doing every single law. So we, we've done like 19 laws so far. You could have used at least five or six of them and you would have been inside of the inauguration and protesting the right way. Not just out in the street busting windows and shit. All right, man. So let's I mean, let's let's, let's get you calmed down here. Let's end this thing on a, on a positive All note. Right, man. Um, so I'm just the, a little aggravated about the whole thing, man. I'm just mm. so the Obamas, they are now um, out of the White House. No longer that was supposed to calm me down, bro. That's a saddening thing, man. That's well, sad. They I, I saw I saw Facebook advertisements where they're gonna start um, they're gonna start some um, new initiatives here, and basically they want to open up um, some type of facility in uh, the South Side of Chicago. Which, you know, I guess now, you know, because I think we mentioned this before, right, about how Obama didn't help any black people. Dude, I feel like all the people or the who's who civil rights activists that are out there are all um, taking the deuce 
they're all taking the deuce on Barack Obama. And they're saying that he didn't do anything for black people. And you know what? I can't say that I have any concrete evidence that he went out of his way to change law specifically for black people to win. I can't say that. But again, we all know that he's not just the guy in charge that just runs all the shots. He has to go through Congress. There's people he have to go through. There's checks and balances to make sure we don't get a tyrant in the office that does whatever the hell he wants to do. So with that being said, no, he didn't just make black people win just because he was in office. Well, well that's that's the, the legal reasoning. However, I mean, how about just the fact that he couldn't just come in and start doing all stuff for black people? Like it would have just looked like, oh, that would have looked bad if he would have just came in and just, and just start catering to black people just right. right off the rip this this is all i care about my everybody gets a cadillac operation black people everybody gets a, all black people get a cadillac all black people get 50 percent off at kfc he couldn't do that that would <laughs> i mean that would he would have gotten impeached for doing some stuff like that he'd I mean, have been gone because, right? because if you come in and be the black president that would have been the last black president you know, if he came in just riding for black people, was everybody else had been like, what about us? He definitely wouldn't have gotten a second term, but they would have all been felt like they were forgotten about. Uh, you know, they right. came in. He was they was calling him a Muslim. Uh, Donald Trump was saying he wasn't from he wasn't a, a citizen of the United States, you know, and they kept that up all the way up until the point where Donald Trump finally said he was going to go ahead and run for office. He never, he never let off of that. And so he couldn't do stuff like that. But you can see now post-presidential Barack Obama is now about to come right out and go and do exactly what we wanted him to do. I think he's going to be even more powerful now than he was as a president, as far as black people's eyes. It helping oh, black definitely. people. Oh, definitely. And being able, because now he can't be critiqued. He can't be criticized. He can't be told. I mean, he can be critiqued and criticized, but he can't be told what to do. He he can do whatever he wants with his money and however he gets this money, um, you know, whatever, you know, donates to him. They don't have those limits anymore. So. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I mean, yeah, definitely he's not going to have Congress hating on him because, I mean, it's well documented. Go read it for yourself. There's a lot of things that he did try to do, not just specifically for black people, but just for Americans in general, just for America. And it was getting shut down. I mean, you take the Obamacare where I'm not saying that the thing was perfect, but it was trying to get everybody insurance. And that's being repealed right now. I mean, I heard a funny story about that, where there was a guy who was saying, yeah, they got Obamacare out of here. And, uh, you know, now we got the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> and it was like, you know, that's the same thing, right? He's repealing Obamacare, which is the Affordable Care Act. And it was like, oh, oh that's whoa. hilarious. You know, what am I going to do now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. so I heard that. But hey, man, I said we're going to end this on a positive note. So what do you think? I mean, you think that's good that he's now going to be able to start, you know, uh, focusing Dude, more on, on yeah, bringing up black people, people were very critical of the fact that he's from Chicago. Yeah, he and really didn't touch on it too much, but they immediately he came and said, "That's what I'm about to go and do." Right, people were really that. critical of him being from Chicago and Chicago <clears throat> being, you know, seeing the turmoil that it sees. A lot of, uh, you know, 
young African-American kids are getting killed daily. A lot of homicides down there. It's a lot of crime, a lot of gang activity, a lot of deaths. So he, they were critical that he didn't do anything for Chicago while he was the president. Okay, So right. now, right after he leaves the White House, the first thing he says is how he's going to build a center in South Chicago, South South Chicago, yep. which is super dope. That's super duper dope. As a matter of fact, J. Cole had a song that came out, which it should have been on the album. I don't know why I wasn't on the album. But he he was talking about how he had a convo with the president because he paid to go see him, right? And he was sitting in this room, room full of white folks. He raised his hand and asked Obama a question. And he basically asked him, don't you see all the struggles and all the oppression that's happening around in America? And if you have, then since you got all this power as the president, why didn't you do something about it? And it's very, uh, it's much more catchy if you listen to the song because I'm just <laughs> breaking it down. I'm not rhyming at all. Okay? Right. I was saying the bars was whack. <laughs> nah, dog. Nah, nah, nah. This is this is how great he is. Is that he told the story with rhyming words, but. I'm just breaking down the story portion. Go listen to the song. It's called Half for Hours. But, and, and he explains why it's called that. But anyway, um, he basically said he talked to the president. president looked him in the eye, and he broke down all the issues. And, and J. Cole felt like he was fully aware and educated of what was going on. And he felt like Obama's sincere and that he really cared. So he asked him, like, why isn't he doing anything? And basically, Obama's like, it's politics, man. It's all politics. I can't just run out. Basically, what we're saying, I just can't run out and make all this stuff happen. It's politics. It's a way that it has to be done. So Obama had his opportunity to be president. He served two terms. He has a certain level of respect. And while all these other people are tearing him down, the first thing that he's going to do is go back to his city and try to mend his city. And he wants to make more facilities as well. So. Shout out to Obama for trying to do something positive for the community. Yeah, man, we um, definitely need that positivity um, at this point <laughs> because uh, it's all I seen is I mean a ton of negativity and, and and everything just still seems divided and you know I just hope that uh, these next four years aren't terrible. Terrible. No, man, I think it's great for us, man, uh, in the sense that. At least we see where we are, man. We see who people are. And if you want to get out there and protest because you don't like what you see, then get up and get out there and protest then and try to make a difference versus just sitting there and just waiting on everything to get better. So we're going to end it on that positive note, like Jaron said. And you could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you are listening to us, Jaron and I definitely appreciate that. We have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Powercast. So whether you're corporate, whether you're street, you need that power. You need to listen to our PowerCast. We're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power. The book is by Robert Greene. We're reading it. We're, we're learning from it. And we're regurgitating everything that we learned and putting it in a 30 to 40 minute episode. We're going through each law every week. We release that every single Friday. So go check it out. Man, it's 2017. Go ahead and invest in yourself. You need to invest in yourself. We know you have that 30 minutes. You got to drive to work. You got to take the plane. You got to take a train. Make that trip meaningful. Listen to the PowerCast. And if you want to talk to us about 
the inauguration, your yep. hate for Donald Trump. Yep. Or you want to talk to us about how you wouldn't talk to Donald Trump if you were invited, whatever the case may be. You can get at us. You can talk to us on the email. And that's uh, our email address is thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. That's thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. If you want to get to us quicker than that, you can hit us up on Twitter. It's at Corp Streets. You need help handling the situation. We are the advice connoisseurs. Get at us on Twitter. We'll hit you back real quick. Or, or you can use that email. All right. And you know what you listen to. This is the Corporate Streets podcast. This is the podcast for people who truly believe that justice shall be served at all costs, but kept their mouths shut because they believe that snitching is too large of a price to pay. Peace. Shout out to Troy Half. Yeah, man. Shout out to, you know, everybody that's trying to be healthy and live their lives, man. And shout out to me and my uh, voice being messed up today. And shout out to Cubase for letting us eat at the um, end of this uh, podcast. Thank you. <laughs>